Good morning, Thursday, the 13th of July, 2023. My name is Jay Cleveland-Payne. This is Things You Might Have Heard. In a moment, we'll present for you the latest in yesterday's news, information, politics, current events, and pop culture. As your go-to source for supplemental news, or supplemental source, if you will, we give you both the mainstream stuff, the big stuff, and some of the unconventional news, as you see if you follow along on our journeys here on The Conversation Project. Some news that don't get picked up in the mainstream, some news that gets overly done, but we give you a bit of different perspective to that. We'd like to make sure you have a nice flow of things going forward. We're going to talk about Jonah Hill, kind of unfortunately because we put him in the list and you guys made him a top story overnight, so we'll talk about that. Plus seven other stories that you deemed as conversational. We took the top 15 stories from all your engagement and picked eight to present for you for this day. So stick tuned, stay tuned for that. Stick by. You'll get all those things. Even when Moth doesn't work, we're also going to give you some fun stuff at the end. We do that traditionally, and we'll do some salesy stuff. But we'll explain more about how you be, get involved in the feeds and pick the stories at the end of the headline. So we'll give you the news, and then you can choose to stick around. We want you to, if you don't stick around or not, make sure you stop by our website. This is theconversationproject.com, where you'll basically find all the details that you're looking for at the website plus where you can find us in all our various forms out there on the internets. Let's get into the news for this morning, which is technically yesterday. Today, again, Thursday, July the 11th, 2023. First story for this morning includes this one right here. It is Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, lawyers called Alex Nicholas's sex misconduct claim a complete fabrication. Now, we have a bunch of things in the news today that are going to go at the hit the mark we're going to keep it as close to pg as possible so we're going to do this as quickly and as pg as possible hill's attorney martin singer called the story a complete fabrication and said that the source was quote a serial accuser who had made assorted accusations against multiple men in the entertainment industry nicholas shared her allegations on twitter on saturday saying that hill shoved his tongue down her throat at a house party, along with some other things there. Hill's ex, Sarah Brady, shared a series of text messages asking her to respect his relationship boundaries, including deleting certain photos from the public-facing Instagram accounts. And so this is a case of another a famous person being accused of not-so-great things. We shall see how it plays out, whether these things that are not-so-great are actual accused things that he's done or if they are, you know, a fabrication as per se. There's always two sides to the story. In most cases, somebody's kind of lying. And in some cases, they're both being misleading in what's going on. We'll get more details of Jonah Hill. One of the few problems he's had lately going on. This one, probably the biggest one out there. This story, we didn't technically post until today till this morning early in the wee hours of night and this was the second engaging story that we found out there because apparently people up in middle of the night were freaking out about this tornado touches down near chicago's o'hare airport and severe weather warnings amid severe weather warnings there were possibly seven tornadoes going through illinois yesterday that's illinois and one of them more or less was down the street from chicago's o'hare airport a tornado warning was issued in Chicago Wednesday afternoon. A longtime resident uh, posted a video on Twitter. The tornado sirens blaring across the city's iconic skyline. The roof was blown off in Hartley, McHenry County, Northwest Chicago. Plenty of things are happening. Customers have power. There you have that. But the biggest thing is the pictures and the images of the tornado near 
the airport, which is extremely scary. Uh, check out the link for this story and go deeper into the details on that one. Tornadoes have been a big thing. If you've been following our saga for a while, you know tornadoes have been a big thing literally in my life. And it seems like the only explanation is some sort of weird weather changes, which is happening, and some sort of weird change in climate, which is, you know, debatable. It is debatable. It is not deniable. Let's go on to the next story here. Sticking with airlines. An American American Airlines canceled a skip lagging ticket and as a team planned to skip a flight. Now, this is a bit of an interesting hit scratcher. So a teenager booked a flight from Gainesville, Florida to New York City on American Airlines. Gate agents suspected he wouldn't actually go all the way to New York City, so they canceled his ticket. Uh, his family then had to bring him a new direct ticket to Charlotte, North Carolina, which is basically where he's going to end up. Essentially, he bought a, f- a full ticket to go further than he needed to go, but was going to just kind of drop off in Charlotte. Check out the story and go deeper into details, because this is something that apparently happens a lot. I don't understand why people would buy a ticket for a destination and then get off at the layover spot or somewhere in between. But it's a thing, so check it out if you don't understand it, because trust me, I don't quite get it. This one is easy to understand, but kind of hard to take in. Kevin Costner ordered to pay a strange wife, Christine Baumgartner, $129,000 in monthly child support. Now, that number came from the fact that Costner wanted to pay around $50,000, and then his wife wanted about $200,000, so somewhere in the middle is one twenty-nine. Now, what we have to take into account for this stuff, this is Kevin Costner's second big-time divorce, so it's big on him, but he's got two things going against him. Number one is he's not acting as actively as where he's leaving the Yellowstone show and right now while he probably has other things lined up no steady income coming in from that show he'll probably find something eventually the other thing is the way the courts deal with this now $129,000 seems like a lot of money for a child but this is a child of wealthy people who are dealing with private schools and extra security and a lot of things on that level and so when you're on that level then you have to deal with that Now, his wife doesn't technically have a job. She may go out and get something now, but she's basically been a stay-at-home mom living under a millionaire's house, and so she needs the support for the children. Is $129,000, you know, overkill? It probably is, but these things get really, really weird when it comes to courts and money and children. So maybe maybe she doesn't deserve it. You may not think that. Court's going to give it to her anyway. This is an interesting one. Fox News sued by sued for defamation by Trump supporter Ray Epps over January 6th conspiracy claims. Conspiracy claims. Ray Epps is a self-described Donald Trump supporter, and Fox News is being sued by him for defamation. This happened Wednesday. He filed the suit. Uh, Epps is actually living in exile, living in hiding right now because of death threats, because of what he is alleged to have done. Essentially, Tucker Carlson and a lot of producers there at Fox News used his name over and over and over again, calling him an FBI informant and said that he basically was in the crowd to stir up the crowd and, you know, make the riots happen. Mr. Epps says he loves Donald Trump. He is not FBI informant. He did not stir up the crowds and he can't literally have a life right now because people are angry at him for the allegations because Tucker Carlson is a trusted news source, although he shouldn't be, and Fox News is a trusted news source, although it probably shouldn't be. They believe the lies that he's saying is going on. Epps is suing for a big chunk of money, including suing Tucker Carlson uh, specifically, even though he, you know, no longer is at Fox. 
Marjorie Taylor Greene says she hasn't been told if she was ousted from the House Freedom Caucus. MTG literally did not get the memo that she was voted out. So we don't really know what happened. We got news of last weekend where the House Freedom Caucus had a vote. And in that vote, they decided that MTG was a little too hot to handle for the caucus. Now, there was some back and forth on whether that vote was valid or really good in the case because another member of that caucus, Jim Jordan, uh, is there. He's a big supporter of Marjorie Taylor Greene, and the reason why they supposedly were voting her out was because she's getting too tight with Kevin McCarthy, although Mr. Um, the same guy is still uh, hanging out with McCarthy, that being Jim Jordan, him as well. So we'll see what actually happens. Like we said, she was not told that she was voted out, so until somebody tells her, you know, I guess she thinks she's in. We shall see how that plays out. We finally have the release date and the title for the Britney Spears memoir called The Woman and Me. Release date uh, is coming in soon. I think it's October, I believe. It's not here in my notes. But um, it's a $15 million deal. So big money to Britney and Simon and Schuster who are going to, or Simon and Schuster Galleries. Uh, that's the actual um, uh, imprint on this one. But it's, quote, a brave and astonishing moving story about freedom from fame, motherhood, survival, faith, and hope. Totally butchered that thing, but there you go. Uh, a big part of the story is supposed to cover her conservatorship, which was about 13 years or so of her being controlled by her father, and then the freedom coming from that. And I guess she'll probably not lay out a whole lot in all the crazy that's come out after the conservatorship has been issued, but has been lifted. But we shall see. Britney Spears' book, another book I probably won't read, but trust me, there'll be plenty of excerpts to talk about coming soon. And you guys definitely want some Britney in your life. Finally, a very serious story. So we left this for the tail end so we can go into this and kind of be somber with it, with all the sort of silly stuff going on. Families of Buffalo mass shooting victims sue social media companies, gun store, and shooter's parents. Survivors of a mass shooting in a supermarket in Buffalo, New York, announced a lawsuit on Wednesday against several online platforms, companies that sold and manufactured the shooter's weapons and body armor, and the shooter's parents. Peyton Gendron was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole after pleading guilty to several charges. He faces federal hate crime charges as well. The suit claims that the shooter was isolated by de defective social media products and became radicalized over overexposure to fringe racist ideologies, which is why they're targeting a lot of the social media platforms. Essentially, he got into his own bubble and started to believe some of the words that were coming out of people's mouths, which were radicalization in pretty much crazy uh this led him to him to believe in that he could you know i'm not sure what that was let him believe that he could um do what he did he had to do what he did traveled you know over 300 miles i believe to buffalo to do the shooting it's an amazing story and the survivors are going to try to get some level of justice even though the shooter has been sentenced and is going to jail pretty much forever Let's go to our teaser story for this morning. And this is the story that we can talk about tomorrow if you deem this one worthy of the phrase talking about. I guess that's the phrase. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash 
TH underscore conversation. What we do there is we post news stories every 50 minutes or so, and you can engage in them as you're checking your Twitter feeds, as you're checking your Facebook feeds. And yes, we are on the thread. So find us at this is the conversation. And when we get more things out there, we'll do more things out there. How about that? The headline that we're going to tease that we may talk about tomorrow is Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets selected to be on 2023's Hard Knocks per report. Now, the big story about Hard Knocks, that's the documentary that the NFL does on one of the teams that isn't doing so great, is the fact that it's kind of a pain to do and no one wanted to do it. So somehow, some way, the New York Jets, who have a great news story because now they have Aaron Rodgers helming the team, will be that team per reports. No one's actually said it officially, but poor reports. Um, NFL says, you know, has not said whatever other than we've made a selection. Do you want to talk about Hard Rocks and Aaron Rodgers playing for the Jets? We can do that tomorrow if you get on our feeds and tell us by engagement. This story is the real deal. You just engage in the story and the higher engage the store, story it gets. We will pick eight stories out of 15 of the top ones and present them to you just like we did, you know, literally uh, 90 seconds ago. Let's talk about today's sponsor. We are spotlighting this sponsor for today, being the chess store. And chess is a game that is wonderful. It takes not too long to learn it. I mean, I learned chess in the sixth grade, I believe, sixth or seventh grade. And, you know, we're just playing it in class because some classrooms were playing it. And it's something I've played all my life. Very poorly, mind you, but I play all my life. My daughter loved chess and has been just in, in just infatuated with chess. We, when we got finally got her cell phone, the first game she put on her phone was a chess game. So she loves to play chess. But we also have chess sets around the house at places. Not the moment because, you know, the whole tornado homeless thing. But we have chess sets, beautiful chess sets that we have around the house in the living room, one she had in her room, and travel chess sets to take along when she does stuff. This is one of our places we get our stuff from, the chess store. Chess store has very beautiful, very dynamic, wonderful chess pieces, some replications of some beautiful old-style ones, some made of wood, some made of metal, some made of glass, some great plastic ones that are easy to use because they look great and some travel versions that are not cheesy and cheap that you can take along and be proud to pull out at the airport, at the coffee shop, uh, wherever you are, and pull out a beautiful chess set to play in the public. Check out the chess store right now for a great deal. This is an affiliate link, so we get money when you buy from them. Um, so uh, they will take good care of you, and it costs you nothing extra to use their links. Go to this is the conversation project.com slash the chess store. This is the conversation project.com slash the chess store. This is a conversationproject.com slash the chess store and visit the chess store for your chess needs today. Let's promote ourselves right now, why don't we? This is talking about the conversation project, which lives online at this is a conversationproject.com. What we do is part of you know this thing here and, and things like it. We provide for you this as I'm doing it live, this video newscast every single weekday morning or uh, on Mondays it's 10 stories, the rest of the week it's 8 stories that carry over that you said were engaging and worth talking about. That's the whole shtick of this thing is, this is not just me going down the list and picking stories at last minute. We spend all day curating stories for you to get into and you tell me what stories over the past day, 30 hours were big. We have this live thing, 5.50 in the morning. It goes live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We have the replays, which live on those platforms forever. We have an audio podcast. We strip down the video and trim it up and do some cleanup work, and you can listen to it on its own. We have a newsletter that goes out about 6.50 every morning, which is the links plus links to the video and the audio if you want to go back and listen to me. 
we have on the weekends, things you might not have heard. Very, 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 very big cousin, the supplemental podcast, which is the weekly wrap up. Top 10 stories, not based on me curation, but based on the top 10 stories by the pure numbers. And one of those stories we highlight in the story of the week. That sounds like a lot of work, and it is, and we're glad to have you around for that. If you want to help us keep doing those things, you think they're great things, you can go to our website and visit our sponsors. We talked about them a moment, a moment ago. Visit our partnerships page to see if there's something there that we can engage in to help keep things going. And most importantly, give us stuff to talk about by following us on the feeds and voting up for your engagement. What stories are great? What stories are not so great? That's how this whole thing works. So you are driving the bus. You tell us what to talk about. And we like it that way. We enjoy having you around. It is um this is a, a, a fun, it's a big chunk of work, but it's a fun thing because these are the things I'm into. And, and knowing that other folks are into news in this deep detail as I am, it actually makes my heart good. What also makes my heart good? Doing fun stuff on the morning. So let's get to the fun stuff for this morning. Uh, we're going to start off with our birthdays for today. July 13th birthdays include Patrick Stewart, Jean-Luc Picard, who is, again, playing Jean-Luc Picard in a show called Picard. Bringing back to all the old Star Trek, the um, the Next Generation uh, folks, plus some folks from Voyager and things like that. I know Seven is on there as well. Um, 83 years old today. Almost as old, but looking almost as cratchety, is Harrison Ford, 81 years old. Just came out in the new Indiana Jones movie, which is basically being panned for a lot of things, including the fact that, why are we doing this one more time? But apparently it's making enough money to justify it, even if it hasn't quite made his bank back yet. So it's working on itself there. Harrison Ford still doing a lot of his own stunts, still doing a lot of his own action work, and just saying, you know what, I'm going to work. You'll deal with it. And he can do that. Congratulations. Happy birthday to you, Mr. Ford. Mr. Marin, Cheech Marin, 77 years old on the day today. He's still getting a lot of acting work today as well. Uh, and he does some tour work here and there. So he's not, of course, doing a Cheech and Chong thing anymore. I think that's, although they are still good business partners and friends, that whole thing has blown its course, pun intended. But he's still getting out there. We're seeing a lot of stuff. The last thing I remember seeing him in was that movie with... Um, Jennifer Lopez, where um, her and Josh Mill were getting married in a beach resort and terrorists took over and stuff like that. It wasn't a great movie, but it was entertaining. The wife you know, kind of liked it. Cheech Marin turning 77 years old on the day. I say the wife liked it. She'll probably tell me she didn't because she, I'm you know, wrong about these things quite often. Today in history, going back to the 13th of July, starting off in 1985, a lot of 80s going on this one. Live Aid, the international rock concert in London, Philadelphia, Moscow, and Sydney, Australia, was held to raise money for Africa's starving people. Live Aid came up lately uh, in the news here as the 50th anniversary of hip-hop happened, and a special um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame sort of presentation of that included um, DMC, Darren McDaniels, who talked about the fact that, you know, they knew that, that rap was a thing, making it as, you know, the kings of rock. They prophesied that as they got to be on, rock, on Live Aid in their lyrics— when on stage at Live Aid, all the people gave and the poor got paid. You know, that that's iconic on that end. Something popped there. Live Aid happening on this day back in 85. Do you remember that? It was a big deal way back when. Also 1985, the Constitution's Presidential Disability Clause was revoked. Revoked. Not revoked. Invoked for the first time. First time he had a chance to use that as President Ronald Reagan transferred power temporary to Vice President George H.W. Bush. This was not the shooting of Reagan. This was because he was undergoing a surgery for colon cancer. And so since he was going under anesthesia for, you know, an hour, two hours or so, 
George W. Bush, George H. W. Bush, get that straight there, got to be president for all of that time or have the powers of the president, if you will. Not quite. He didn't get to be president until a little while later. And in 2013, Black Lives Matter, the hashtag Black Lives Matter, was created in response to the acquittal of George Zimmerman at in trial for the murder of Trayvon Martin. Of course, Black Lives Matter, the group that spawned from it, um, sort of has its issues because it has issues. Black Lives Matter as a thought process, as a movement, of course, waved across the, 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 the nation and against the world, uh, as we got to see in full detail many young black men uh, being um, accused and, of course, in many cases, being killed uh, for minor infractions of things uh, where escalation of issues got really, really bad really, really fast. Unfortunately, not can, bets can't be, be said for Black Lives Matter as an organization because these things sort of go bad often. But the movement, the thought process, the thing behind it goes back to 2013. I remember watching a lot of that trial. And it's, it's just, there's some other personal things wrapped up in, into that by watching a lot of that trial and going into that, seeing the actual acquittal and wondering what was next, what we got the chance to see in history, what was next. Today is French Friday. We're going to say the Pina Colada Day one more time because it was Monday. Just one more chance to get that stuck in your head. And then mojitos on Tuesday and then pecan pie yesterday. French Friday for the 13th. Trust me, we're not going to do every single day all week next week. We're just because the Pina Colada is there and I want to get people singing a Pina Colada song all week long. I'm just that kind of a jerk. There you go. Today, something much easier to get to, French fries. French fries are pretty much everywhere you want them to be, including your own stove. So my French fry recipe I, I like to do is simply to uh, cut my um, potatoes, wash my potatoes, uh, cut them up into fry shapes. Don't don't take the skin off. Skin's awesome. There you go. Uh, dip them in um, a little bit of seasoning, and then you um, coat them in flour, flour that has more seasoning, and then add more seasoning to that. And so you fry them like seasoned fries, and they are awesome. Now, to make them extra crunchy, you want to th cut them really, really thin, fry them once, then do the seasoning and the coating, and then fry them again. That's how the secret of the fries you have at the store. They've already been fried once, so you're essentially reheating and, and reharding the fries as opposed to um, a, a big, thick potato like a potato wedge. That's my secret. You can use that. Uh, no uh, commentary, no actual need to pay me any money for that one. It's all yours. And finally, one more thing you might have heard. People have a far worse sense of smell when they're busy. Researchers from the University of Oxford and University of Sussex tested a theory of inten intentional smell blindness. Okay. On a group of 40 people, the study found that those attention... Those whose attention is focused on taste were far less likely to notice odors. Half of the 40 were given a complex task on a computer, while the remainder given simple duties. Both rooms had coffee beans hidden in them. Hmm. Those who were trying to tackle the more demanding process were 43% less likely to notice aroma in the room. Which is goes against what you think about, you know, things like making rooms smell like so brewing coffee to get people going to get people kind of energized because essentially if you're busy and you're not focusing on the outskirts focusing directly on a task you smell your smell is worse or something like that we're moving on we're done thursday july 13th 2023 
This has been things you might have heard for this day as we wrap it up in the words that are still kind of live. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for being with us for our show today. We cannot do this show literally without you because we need you to tell us what to talk about. It's simple. Go to our feeds Facebook on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation and Tell us what stories are worth talking about. Every 50 minutes, we're posting new stories for your engagement. Thank you very much for all you folks who have jumped on today for the live feed. I will reply to all you guys in the chat a bit later. Uh, thanks in advance for people who are watching this in the video, or I guess right now, if you will. Send us a, a, a link, a, a chat thing, put something where it's still where you are so we can engage in that. And uh, email the show at the conversation inbox at jclevenpain. Nope. Conversation inbox at gmail.com or jclevenpain at gmail.com. Stay hydrated, stay limber and on task for all the grand things you are here to do. We're out. We got one more day this week and then the weekend stuff. So hang with us. Tell us what we're talking about tomorrow by going to our feeds and be great, folks.